You are listening to Radio Maria Canada. We now present the Health Hub, hosted by Kathy Biasi. Welcome to the Health Hub on Radio Maria Canada, exploring cutting-edge health and wellness information and therapies, helping you to take your health to the next level. I am your host, Kathy Biasse, and I am an holistic nutritionist and a professional cancer coach. Identifying what we really want and laying the path of attainment can really be a hard thing to do. Heck, just identifying what we want can be challenging, separating what our goals are from wishes and desires. And to that end, our show is about mindset today, helping to lay the groundwork for achieving goals. And our guests are Dave and Dylan Miller, who are the founders of Pursuit Institute Coaching and Consulting. The creation of Pursuit Institute came from a desire to put people into pursuit of their goals and dreams, whether personally, professionally, or both. Combined with over 30 years of coaching and leadership knowledge, Dave and Dylan have worked in corporate careers and have run or invested in multiple businesses, both as brick-and-mortar establishments and online. They believe that mindset is the key piece missing for many people to have anything that they desire. Their mission for all of humanity is to show us how to take a single idea from the thousands that we have each and every day and to act on it, to pursue it. When that is done with belief, anyone can turn around their health, wealth, or relationships and live an abundant life, and they are living proof of all three. With a vision to create freedom in the lives of others and to teach people that they can have it all, Dave and Dylan cherish the steps that they take each day to build and nurture the relationships that they have fostered. This is a really a great conversation. You know, we we talk about a lot of things within the mindset, goal setting, um, limiting belief topics, you know, this negative bias comes out again. You know, I've had this talked about on many shows. We tend to go down the path of least resistance, which sometimes doesn't serve us. Uh, Working for our goals, trying to achieve greater things in life is a commitment. It's not just a want. It is something that we have to take seriously if we want to achieve. It does take work. And Dave and Dylan are here to give us tips on how to achieve our goals. And they are wonderful people to talk to. Their passion for what they do is very apparent in what they say and how they say it. We talk about things like how our mindset can affect us in achieving our goals, both positively and negatively. Um, how mindset is linked to health, whether it's health goals, whether we're in a health crisis and we want to come out of it, and what are first steps towards making 
positive steps in our life. Great topic, great conversation, great people. I really do hope you stay with us. We'll be back in just a few minutes to talk with Dave and Dylan Miller.
You are listening to Radio Maria Canada. We now continue with the program, The Health Hub, hosted by Kathy Biasi. Welcome back to the Health Hub, Health Hub, everybody. And Dave and Dylan, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. You guys were local to me, right? You were in Ontario, and then something shifted, and now you're not so local. Where, what's going on with that aspect of your life before we get into the, the meat and potatoes of our interview? Yeah, so we we are native from southern Ontario, and then in the last six months, we said to ourselves, you know, we really promote people living their best lives and taking action. And we should probably do the same thing. Where do we want to live? And that's when Barbados came up. So we actually packed up our two girls. They're 10 and 8. The dog uh, sold everything in Ontario. And we now live in Barbados. Oh, so nice. Especially as you're, we're approaching winter here. It's just, you're just going to be laughing at us while you're sitting in your, your beach chairs. <laughs> so you guys are the epitome of, of grabbing that brass ring. And how did this come about? I mean, people are, are people naturally inclined to this? Are you guys naturally inclined to this? Or has this been a, a really a cultivative way of lifestyle for you guys? It's been a mix of both. I mean, for me, I've always been on a mindset journey of learning and kind of steeping in that for like the last 10, 11, 12 years. But I really realized kind of now what I was doing at those times. And, I, you know, I, when I talk with clients, I like to kind of call them quick dopamine hits, right? I was always kind of taking in this information to make, my, make myself feel good for, you know, this really short kind of period of time in my mental, you know, wellness and everything like that. And then attaching that to business aspirations and entrepreneurship. And, you know, what Delin left uh, corporate healthcare eight or nine years ago. And when she really dove into it and really started studying mindset, studying how it was impacting her and me watching that, I knew that there was definitely a lot more out there for me to, to grow through when, you know, actually becoming a student of it than just, you know, taking in little tidbits here and there of it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say that we were, we definitely weren't raised to make big moves. And I don't think, um, I think 98% of the population isn't raised that way. And uh, is definitely a decision that you you make and then you actually have to have the guts to do it right so when you know we're talking with people all the time that you know the number one thing we heard when we decided to make our move or when i resigned at my corporate healthcare job or when dave resigned as a police officer um like we both left government jobs um over the course of the last 10 years and and started our own thing and you know so many people said to us whether it was that or moving to Barbados, oh, I wish I could do that. And our number one answer is, well, then do it. You can. You have access to all the same stuff we have access to, uh, whether it's in, you know, energetically or within, you know, the physical space. You absolutely can just decide what you want and then do it. So a lot of people get to the decision. They say, oh, this is what I want, but then they don't do it. Well, is there a differentiation between a wish, a dream, a desire, a goal? You know, we can put them into one big melting pod and then we can't, you know, maybe decipher. A lot of us would wish, you know, we could sit on a beach and then there's there's the reality piece of it. Are you working with people to try and get through the milieu and figure out what actually 
is a tangible, doable, healthful goal? So to kind of go back to that first part, is there a difference between a wish, a dream and a goal? A hundred percent there is. A lot of people have wishes. Like I, I wish I could have a million dollars. I wish I loved my job. I wish I lived in a healthy body. I wish I had, you know, strong relationships and they wish that they had it. And all I, I I love to just ask people, okay, that's fine that you wish you had that stuff, or I wish I could move to Barbados. Is that what you want? And when you start getting to what people want, that's when their habitual ways of thinking start popping in because many people were raised, and I know I was too, that you don't always get what you want or can't you just be happy with what you have? And the truth is, is you can want more because you're designed to want more constantly and and you can be grateful for what you currently have, right? So we're kind of programmed to, you can have this or this, um, but really it's, you can have this and this and this. And that saying where there's a will, there's a way is a hundred percent accurate, but you really have to want it. It's not the the universe doesn't respond to wishes. I mean, wish you can have a hundred wishes, uh, but it it's like you got to decide what you want. And when you've decided what you want, then watch out because everything will just magically start, you know, working out for you, right? And when you look at a lot of successful people, it just seems that everything is just working out for them. And it's like, it's not, right? They're controlling what they think about. I can guarantee they don't entertain thoughts of what they don't want. They're only thinking about what they want. They've set a definite goal um, and they they are constantly taking action, which again, there's the action piece, right? A lot of people wish for things, but then they don't take action towards it. They settle for the actions they think they have to take. And when you actually just decide what you want and then take action towards it, that's when everything, it's like magic. It just starts. It's like magic. <laughs> so many things are popping up into my head, statements, uh, you know, things like negative bias, um, our ability to settle because that's where our comfort zone is. What differentiates that person that isn't willing to settle? You said that 98% of us really don't, won't put a lot of our big goals into action. What is that tipping point where I'm going to go from, you know, life is fine. I'm settling to I need to make a shift or this is what I really want to do because I imagine it's, it's mindset. It's goal setting. It's a lot of work to achieve your goals. I would say it's no more work to achieve your goals and get what you truly want than to stay in the current state that you're in, right? And for people, that kind of that point of action is their current level of pain in their life. So people really don't change until the pain that they're in supersedes the pain that it's going to go through to change, right? And either way, people are going to settle or take risks in their life. And they just have to choose which one it is that they want. And, you know, in conversation with uh, with a mentor of ours recently, right, he told me, he's like, circumstances don't make the person, they reveal them. Mm-hmm. And when you really sit back and when I really sat back and thought about that statement, and I look at people who make that decision just to kind of stay that status quo and not really pursue what it is that they want in their life. Cause everybody has desires. 
um, when you are faced with an obstacle or a challenge, because life is full of them, it's how you respond to that. And do I respond to it because I have a goal, a vision, and I know where I'm headed? Or do I let that goal or obstacle now control my life? And then the other side of that too is the environment that you surround yourself with, right? We're constantly in an environment of around other people. We can't always control that. But what we can control is our way of thinking and taking the actions that we take. And I even I said to uh, somebody a few weeks ago that on paper, for us to even make this move out of Ontario, on paper, it didn't make sense, but that didn't matter. We knew what it was that we wanted to achieve in our life. And that this was one big step towards creating that environment that we wanted to be in, in in order to do that. And how we wanted it to feel. And I think that that's a big piece too, is even if logically something doesn't make sense, and we tend to be very logical. I mean, I up, up until yesterday was a very logical person um, and always did what seemed logical. Well, if everybody did the illogical, that would just create a, a new set of circumstances, right? So I've really leaned in more to if the more illogical it appears, the more I kind of lean into it because there's usually something to it. Is there always a catalyst for motion when it comes to pursuing your goals? Absolutely. Decision. 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 So not an event. No. Well, this like events, events will happen, but it's like Dave just said, it's how you respond to that event and then make the decision, right? So even um, there's circumstances that are popping up that are outside of our control that are just noise in the world every single day. And you are either making the decision from where you're going, or you're making the decision based on your current level of awareness, which is going to put you into action. Our, our cycle of thinking is always um, our our thoughts, which set up our feelings, which set up our actions, which set up our next results. Well, many people are actually thinking from their current results, right? So for example, they might say, okay, well, I currently have $20 in my bank account. Okay, well, that sets up $20 thoughts, which sets up, well, how do I feel about having $20, which then gives me $20 actions, which then gives me another $20, right? So when we're stuck in this, oh, well, I'd love to earn more money, or I'd love to be healthier, or I'd love to have different relationships, right? Um, you're, you're going to continue to get more of the same if you're thinking from your current level. Whereas if I start, instead of thinking from my current results, if I start a new set of thoughts, which then sets up a new feeling, which then sets up new actions, which then gives me different results or new results, right? So then if um, even if it comes to uh, relationships, right? So you notice that you're dating the same type of person over and over and over again. Well, okay, well, if you you will like attracts like every single time. So start thinking of the type of relationship that you do want, which will then set up a new feeling, which will set up new actions, which will set up new results. And it's the same cycle every single time. But a lot of people, again, like 98% of the population is in the habit of thinking from their current space, which which impacts their decision-making. So at your institute, the Pursuit Institute Coaching and Counseling, you're working on limiting thoughts, obviously, but 
who is your ideal client? The client that has said, I am in the moment and ready to make a change, or are you counseling people to get to that moment? So the a lot of people when when we start working with them are very lost. Like I don't I don't know what my next move is. Um, or we have we kind of have everybody on the spectrum, whether they don't know what their next move is or they've started to take action, but they notice that they keep kind of going back into this the habit of not finishing what they started. Um, or we have we have clients that are ready for quantum leaps. And, you know, they they've started taking actions, but they know they have to again start thinking differently in order to to get to several rings on the ladder higher than where they are currently. Either way, it's the same process. Whether you are incredibly stuck and just don't know your next move, or whether you are um you know, kind of on the path, but d- again, don't don't know where you're kind of headed. We love to get people on the path first identifying what it is that they want. And again, not not what you wish, not what you hope for. What do you want in your life? How do you want it to feel? And then walking them the steps to becoming the person who has who's achieving that goal so that they start making decisions from that space. And it's more an uncovering than it is a teaching. Mm. So if I was going to Google you, would I be Googling therapist, health coach, advice counselor? What would be your call name, your call to action title? We are coaching and consulting companies. So we have an institute that has an abundance of personal development programs, but we also have coaches that work with us. So I specialize specifically in health and mindset. We have coaches on our team that specialize in all areas of life from, you know, prenatal, postnatal parenting to specifically working with energy some that specifically work with the body and health and nutrition and others that work with business and strategy. So we're, we have lots of different coaches that specialize in lots of different areas of life. But at the end of the day, it all links back to your mindset. So on every single, on every single level, it would be mindset coaching. So you're triaging people into the right path of coaching. I mean, obviously, if someone comes to you and has a business objective, that's that's one way. But um, are you uh, bringing people in? You're trying to figure out the right path for them to go. So it's a step-by-step process to get into working with you and your coaches. Yeah. So and there's there's two different ways people want to make a shift in their life, right? Either reactively or proactively. And a lot of times people don't decide to make that change, whether it's, you know, a health goal, um, a relationship goal, a business goal until they reactively have to. And what we really want to focus on is teaching people the proactive approach. Why wait until a major event happens in your life that's going to cause you to have to reactively make that change? Let's teach you now proactively so you can get to where you want to go and be the person you want to be rather than having to, you know what, make this massive shift in a reactive state. 
is the formula the same no matter who uh, if I was to go in and into your institute, is the formula the same, the step-by-step, just applied to different aspects of life and change? Absolutely. And one main thing that I love to teach people is how you do one thing is how you do all things. Mm-hmm. And this is where, again, when you look at successful people, um, it's not an accident that they're also, you know, living in an extremely healthy body or they have amazing relationships or, you know, they have lots of money in their bank account or they love their work. It's not an accident that all of those things, because once you do it in one area of your life, you, you borrow the belief from that area and you just apply it to the next part. And this is where, you know, you don't get what you want. You actually get who you are, right? So this is where that whole creating what you want your life to look like and feel like, and then becoming the person that makes decisions like your your future self or your higher self is so important. But then also being able to pivot and adapt, right? So sometimes as humans, we get so stuck on who we think, where we're supposed to go, that we're not willing to be open to other possibilities and greater opportunities as they come in, right? So when you get really comfortable and, and take full responsibility for your life and for your outcomes and, and kind of reject the, that outside noise. That's when you can, you can have health and wealth and great relationships and really have, have everything that you want versus some of it. A lot of people are afraid to get what they want. Is that a stub, stumbling point for a lot of people? It's, and I think it's just, it's not that. They are afraid, but they're just in the habit of not getting what they want. And then they're they're in the habit of seeing the people around them not get what they want. And then we've kind of normalized it. We've said, mm-hmm. oh, you know, my parents were poor, so I guess it's normal that I'm poor. Or I, my, my friends all ha- hate their job, so I guess I'm supposed to hate my job. And oh, all of my friends are getting divorced, so I guess I'm not supposed to have solid relationships either. And we've normalized it based on the environment of who we are surrounding ourselves with. Well, I guess it comes down to taking responsibility and you're giving people tangible steps and strategies to apply to many aspects of life. And I think it's brilliant. We're going to take a quick break right here, everybody, and we'll be back in just a few minutes.
You are listening to The Health Hub here on Radio Maria Canada, a Catholic voice wherever you are. To contact us and be a part of the show, email thh at radiomaria.ca. We now continue with the program. Here once again is your host, Kathy Biasi. Welcome back, everybody. We are having a great conversation here with Dave and Delyn. Delyn, I'm sorry I put the uh, accent on the wrong uh, syllable. Um, Dave and Delyn Miller, and they are the founders of the Pursuit Institute Coaching and Consulting. Would you call it a company? Is that what the, the last word is or just ended on the consulting note? Consulting meaning that there's lots of people that we will consult with on a, a a professional level. Again, that's kind of the business piece of it, as well as our our team of coaches that we have with us. That's the that's more the consulting piece as well as companies. So the uh it it's it's kind of all encapsulating. All encapsulating, yeah. Excellent. Okay, so we've we've skirted around a whole bunch of things. I want to take a deep dive into mindset, uh, the mental health connection to uh, to health, and you are obviously um, by what you do very huge proponents of mindset and its connection to health. Can you dive into your thoughts and philosophies on how mindset can? and will impact health and illness. Yeah, we we both have, you know, it's something in area that we're both very passionate about, right? Myself coming from running a health club, um, you know, that I've done for 20 years and Delin working along the lines, you know, for so many years in natural health coaching. Um, that, you know, you know the saying, you are what you eat, right? Mm-hmm. It's no different that you become what you think. And if somebody carries that thought pattern of, um, I have this disease because it's genetics. I am look this way or feel this way because of genetics, right? And they start shifting that blame rather than owning it and saying, I have the ability to change this. And as soon as people change their mindset and they change their relationship with exercise, with nutrition with their mindset health, that's when those big quantum leaps, I think, can really start to begin to change because they start to identify where it is that they want to go, right? If you're a person that wants to get healthier, identify what you look like as that person with that goal. And then you will start taking and doing the things day to day that get you there. We live in this very instant gratification society. One click of the button, I can have what I want, but we forget that our life is not run that way. We have goals, and if they're health-related, that can take time to get there, right? It's not a magic pill. It's not a click of the button and and that you get there. And we work a lot with um, teaching people about why they think the way they think. So really going, okay, you you have a body, yes, but you also have, and I always say, you know, split it to simplify it. Let's say that you have two parts of your mind, right? Not your brain, but your mind. You have a conscious mind and you have a subconscious mind. And what we spend our time doing is we pour into, you know, education and re, and this was totally me, reading all the books and going back to school. Mm-hmm. And what I realized was, you know, I ended up, with all these letters behind the end of my name, 
but I wasn't any happier. And I didn't necessarily know more, or I guess I knew more, but I wasn't applying it. So that really started getting me thinking about, you know, why do we want to do things with regards to our health or with anything in life, but we don't actually do it, right? So we have this society of of people that keep going on a diet, And they know what to do, but then they don't do it and they don't get the results. And I wanted to know why that happened. So I started diving into the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. Well, what happens is our conscious mind is connected to our five senses, right? So we can see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. And we take in all of this information, right? Okay, these are the foods you should eat. Okay, exercise every day. You know, only think positive thoughts, blah, 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 all the things, okay? And then what happens is... We take in all this information, but it's our body isn't controlled by our conscious mind. It's controlled by our subconscious mind. So it's our subconscious mind that actually, and this is where all of our habits live, right? This is the way we were kind of programmed to live. Um, So for example, we can say, I want a million dollars. Okay, well, I'll read all the books on how to get a million dollars and I'll have all the opportunities to get a million dollars. But if I was programmed to believe that money is the root of all evil and money doesn't grow on trees and people that have money are garbage, then I will self-sabotage myself every single time money starts flowing my way, every single time. And again, it's the same thing with health and relationships too. And so I like to teach people that, you know, it's possible that even though you were programmed like in it, genetically and through your environment to believe certain things that you are going to get what you believe every single time. So this is where I like to get in there and help them re- a identify what they want and then reprogram their belief system so that they their body starts taking action because our body our body is just a manifestation of what our minds are right you can tell everything about a person based on their results and your results will never lie every single time do you ever work with people that are in a health crisis chronic disease um, a situation where it's not just a matter of i want to change my health around because that mindset can be a little tricky to deal with I always tell people to, you know, you have a team, you know, your your doctors and specialists, they are experts in their field. You control what you can control, and that is your mind and how you think about your disease. Mm-hmm. And that can be a challenging thing because... When I, you know, when I think about the process of, of, of going through issues and habit changing and having been someone who was in a health crisis, this not only can be a lot of work, it can also be a very emotional journey. And I'm wondering if that piece of it is not given enough credit as to why sometimes people don't want to take the next step into mindset transformation. I think it's, we don't give it, we put so much emphasis on the body, right? And, and, but the fact is, is we know that we can think ourselves sick and we can also think ourselves healthy. And we Um, don't give that enough. Sorry to interrupt because this is such an important point because I don't think we give ourselves and I don't think that particular piece of information is given its due credit. We can give ourselves upset stomachs before we go on stage. 
but we don't believe that we can also give ourselves a happier gut because of the thoughts we have. And I cannot understand why it's not transversed over the negative to the positive. And that's why I like what you're doing. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, it, it, it's such a take, take something like anxiety, for example, or depression, which is like rampant in our society. Mm-hmm. You tell me someone that has depression that is not feeling it in their body. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee they're, 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 they're groggy and lethargic and they have pain and inflammation and then probably a series of other things that are going to pop up from it. Right. Mm-hmm. So when, when you can take control of the one thing that you do have control over, which is your thinking, no one gets to make you feel anything. No one gets to make you think thoughts that you don't want to think, right? You, every single human has the ability to choose what they think about. So if I have the, if I have the ability to choose what I think about, then that means that if, that it will then transfer into my body and my body will respond to it. Mm-hmm. And this negative bias that comes up in so many conversations that I have with people, um, we really need to change. It's so easy for us to remember the negative things. And yet when we hearken back, even just going through experiences in life, it seems that the negative things stand out and we don't give credence to the positive things. And I think that that is a valuable lesson to be learned. Now, I I want to give lots of space here for a wonderful project that you're doing um, and for you to give everyone an explanation as to how this came about. You give back um, to to people that is it people that work with you. It's I know it's for children. Um, but where did this giving back to people start? Right. So our signature program is called One Thought Away. And that really circles back to everything we're just talking about. And to kind of just to take two steps backwards here for a second with your question about that proactive approach. This is why we are wanting to, you know, have that humanity impact on the world about proactively changing your mindset now. So you don't have to try to do it reactively later when you're in a state of crisis. However, there are people already living in that state. And our program is designed to change people's thinking habits, their limiting beliefs. All of those things that we have in our life, and and they're called paradigms, they've been there since we've been born. We were fostered in them. We were grown up around them. The people that we still associate with to this day feed our paradigm and our belief system. And our entire program is you are one thought away. You're just one single thought away. We have like 70,000 thoughts a day. Take one of those and you can absolutely change your life and change your mindset. And we know, and so prior to us moving down here, we had been, you know, encountered six different families that we know of personally who had a child diagnosed with a form of cancer, um, leukemia and lymphoma being, being the primary two. And ourselves, we had a daughter when she was two years old, she was diagnosed with type one diabetes. We knew always that we wanted to work very closely with the type 1 juvenile diabetes world, but it was almost like this other message that came to us when we were introduced to these families and learned of what it was that they were going through. And we know this day and age, right, you know what, with that comes time in the hospitals, comes time in treatment, and unfortunately, 
a negative environment, around an unhealthy environment. And you're in waiting rooms and you're surrounding yourself with people who, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, but are, you know, wallowing in their own self-pity. And that is not going to serve, you know, a parent or their ability to help heal their child with their thoughts. And there's definitely, you know what, there's that room for the Western medicine world as well. But it is changing the way in which people think. And what we wanted to be able to do was give our program for free to anybody who comes to us, to anybody who is referred to us, to anybody who finds us on our website and say, look, this is what I'm currently going through. And rather than spending that time in that negative environment, let's shift it and you know what, walk you through this journey during that time to help ease that, that process that you're going through. What I always say is that as because as humans, we're all energy, we are constantly steeping in each other's tea. And one thing about kids is they they are, um, you know, old souls, but they're with very little experience. So they are literally just feeding off of every single thing that we do. And I remember when Isabella, our daughter, was in the hospital when she was first diagnosed with with type one. And, you know, we were in the hospital for days and just that feeling as a parent of feeling helpless, right? Like her body is going through this and you start, you know, all of these thoughts start swirling in your mind. And I was, I also remember feeling never more grateful than the positive people that we surrounded ourselves with. But I really wish that I would have had this awareness around taking control of what I can actually take control of. Um, and now I, I mean, now that we practice it regularly, um, we, we see now that with our family, we don't let this outside circumstance dictate, um, you know, what, what we do, you know, in our lives. Um, but it's so crucial that as parents that you recognize that your kids are just, they're feeding off of your energy. So if we just kind of asked ourselves, how can we help parents take control of their thoughts so then their kids can kind of steep in that? And that's what we came up with. So is this program for the the parents and caregivers or is it for the actual child? For the for the parents. Okay. And then they will they will take it because you can't help but express this information. Like when when you become aware of your truth as a human and you you are raising your awareness you cannot help but give it to your kids and it'll show up in how like dave already said and how you respond to your kids and how you um, respond to the situations that you're put in around your kids um and how you just talk to them in general you you can't help but express it mm-hmm and, you know, you said something that uh, we didn't really touch upon too on by word, but we are all energy beings. And as we vibrate, we impact. It's a ripple effect that goes out yep. to the world. So by you improving your thoughts and improving your vibration and improving your energy, you're adding a positive piece to the world. And it's one person, one step, one thought at a time. And if someone is looking to make a shift doesn't in a general sense. Um, what are a few things that they can do today to take action? 
So I would, I would always encourage first really decide what you want, like not what you wish, not what you hope for, not things that you like, what do you want? And, and I always like to ask the question if time and money weren't a thing, right? Because those are the biggest objections that people give on why they can't do anything. It's time and money. If they didn't exist and you could just have whatever you wanted, I gave you a magic lamp. What would you want? Right. Unlimited wishes. What are you wishing for? And that really come up with what you want your life to look like. Then I would say, make a decision. Either you are deciding to make decisions like the person that has all of those things, or you are going to make decisions from your current level of awareness. And lastly, surround yourself with the environment of people that are going to support you moving in the direction of what you actually want. And this takes work. There's no question that this takes work. If people are out there thinking that it's going to be something easy, change takes thought, it takes time, and it takes dedication. And I think that for people who are really, you know, at that motivational spot where they want to do something to move forward, this is where Dylan and Dave can come in and support you and help you. Um, But you you can speak to this yourself, but I work in the health field as well. Make no mistake, it takes it takes a commitment and it takes energy. And I think, you know, and I thank you for what you're doing because we are all in, you know, whenever we're working together, Dave and Delenn, to, to move to a positive space, we're all impacting the world in a, in a positive vein. Um, and so thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. I think it's very, very needed. And I think it's coming at a time where we are really, truly in the science space now, which, which seems to me to always be that that last hurdle, we do the integrative, but once we get to that science space, that mindset is so impactful on health, then we're ready to break through. And you guys are standing there willing to help. If someone wants to get a hold of you, if interested in in either the, the giving back project that you're doing or to talk with you personally, how can they do so? Our website is pursuitinstitutecc.com. Uh, that's number one. There's forms on there, right? Get in touch with us. They can fill that out. Um, you know, and just tell us right in there what it is that you're looking to chat about, right? We're happy to do that. Uh, they can follow us on Instagram at the Pursuit Institute. Um, you know, it, we're all over. We have, we have, um, we're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, all the spots. Uh, we offer a lot of, um, a lot of free workshops as well, but just even get, get in touch with us, schedule a call and we will point you in the direction of, of what, what program will best suit you. But always just remember, I mean, listening, reading, you can say, Oh, I read that book or Oh, I listened to that podcast. Or, oh, I, I watched that free workshop. And remember, all of that information you are collecting in your conscious mind, but that's not going to put you into action, right? You have to, if you want to take action, you have to first m- work through the belief that you you are able to, that you are worthy of um, having the life that you really want. Great way to end off. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for joining me. It's been a real pleasure speaking with you. I wish you all the best of luck in your new home and your new venture. And everybody, we will talk to you next week on The Health Hub. 
You have been listening to The Health Hub, hosted by Kathy Biasi, here on Radio Maria Canada.